When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Budget Arcade, the free-to-play gaming podcast that helps you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. My name's Jeff. Hey, I'm Mark. And each and every other week, we we review a free-to-play game. Uh, But on these off weeks, Mark and I have no idea what's happening. Literally, I don't know what what show is this. Budget Arcade? Okay, yeah. This is Budget Arcade. (laughs) Uh, So we take this, and Mark is extremely ill-prepared i we had talked about what we were going to do and then he quickly forgot and then got it in his brain that this month was october and we were going to talk about horror games uh but that is not what we're talking about we're going to talk about the playstation one and our memories of a console that we both enjoyed growing up mark i know i know you loved the n64 but you had and enjoyed the playstation one in its prime right that's correct i i enjoyed you know there's different different uh aspects between the two i know they were rival systems and and you either were a nintendo fanboy or you were the sony fanboy um but i i enjoy i enjoyed the the place the the place i I think that's where my fanboyism came about uh was with the original playstation yeah i and my uh both my so my brother and i got it from our mom for christmas one year and my parents separated when I was young, but we were visiting her for Thanksgiving and she let us play it in advance. And then we had to leave it there until we came back for Christmas. Then we could take it back home to my dad's. <laughs> and uh, so the the first two games we got were Tekken, which is my favorite fighting series, hands down, the first game. And we got, uh, as you know, I'm a wrestling fan. We got WrestleMania, the arcade game, which is excellent. It's like the NBA jam of wrestling games. Right. Uh, do you remember what you got with um, your PlayStation? So I, I got mine for Christmas as well. I don't remember what year. I think it, it wasn't the year. I don't either. The, 
it wasn't the year that it launched. I think it was probably the next year. But I I suspect it was the same for me. And um, I remember I got a I got a Spyro the I guess the original Spyro game. Um, and well, there was another game. Maybe Tomb Raider. I don't I don't remember. Like I'm Ooh. I'm probably I'm probably mis- misremembering misremembering you know when exactly I got this this console and these games. Um, but well, let me tell you. Yeah, my brother and I dodged a bullet because before the PlayStation had come out, we were talking to our mom about getting us the 3DO. <laughs> Do you remember the 3DO? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the biggest mistake to get a 3DO instead of a PlayStation, which we once we realized our mistake, uh, we did then corrected our mom. No, mom, we want the PlayStation. And we were fortunate to have that happen. Now, I think it was Cody. You don't know Cody. Cody was the first Mark uh, on this show. And he was a a big fan of Resident Evil. We had many arguments uh, because I hate that series. And the reason I hate that series is that uh, my brother and Scott insisted on playing Resident Evil on the PlayStation, a single-player game. (laughs) Those are my favorite. Together, somehow they played two player on a single player game while I wanted to play Tekken or WrestleMania, which were both two player games. And yet I didn't get to. And that's why I don't (laughs) like that series. I hate Resident Evil. (laughs) Um, All right. So what was your. All right. Real quick off the top of your head, name me your top, your top three, your favorite PlayStation 1 games. Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Uh, If I have to pick one of them, I would say Crash Bandicoot 2. Okay. Um, WWE SmackDown. Tekken 3. Okay. Tekken 3 was... That that was at the the end of the... uh... The life, well, life and then you get console, like Soul right? Edge, which is really good, but that no, it was right. I think it was at the peak, um, because Tekken Four definitely came out on the next gen on the on the PlayStation Two, but Tekken Three to me is the perfect fighting game. It's still excellent. Uh, okay, and I don't, you know, and they asked me on a different day, and I might replace Crash Bandicoot Two with Crash Team Racing. Both are fantastic. But I, I was a wrestling fan, and while I, and in favor of your preferred console, the 64, the N64 had better wrestling games. Uh, but this one, the SmackDown series was still pretty good. Yeah. They, um, so because you asked me what my favorite. Oh, Mark, let me ask you, <laughs> since I care, <laughs> since I won't be able to go to bed without knowing this, what are your off the top of your head, top yes. three PlayStation games. Uh, so, um, I mean, everybody's everybody's who's a who's who's played the the PlayStation except you, um, and man, I think it's because you don't enjoy these type of games. Uh, but Final Fantasy VII. Um, I get that though, right? You're not going to find an argument from me, right? 
just not my personal favorite. But I think if we did a, a, a Mount Rushmore of PlayStation games, which, hey, maybe we'll do that. We don't know before the end of the episode. That I think that would have to be on it, right? If we're just yeah. talking about the power and the uh, the notoriety of a game on this console that defines the era, it's on the it's one of the four. Right, uh, but it's it's not the best Final Fantasy game. It's like the definitive. Like, did you say seven? Yeah, I said seven because that okay. that was my introduction to Final Fantasy, and that was the most immersive game that I I think I I played in that console generation. Did you complete the campaign? Oh yeah. Um, okay. And something I've never done. I've never finished an <laughs> RPG as long as you don't count Pokemon as RPG. <laughs> <laughs> I finished a Pokemon game. The, um, uh, but anyways, uh, Final Fantasy Nine is is better than Seven, in my opinion. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that it's more along the lines of classic Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's that yes. cute fantasy, at least aesthetically. I've never played the well, game. I, I, I enjoyed the story more than Seven, um, but Seven Seven appealed to me as a a younger. A, a younger gamer, you know, I'm growing up, I'm, I'm, you know, this, this wild child and here comes Cloud Strife and he's, you know, got this big ass sword and, um, and then he's going up against Sephiroth and, and his, his huge sword. I mean, it was just cool. It was, it was, it's a cool game. Um, just trying to see who's the longest length. <laughs> there's, there's, there's probably... What is it called? Uh, not alliteration. Um, anyways, Come uh, on, Mark. Anyway. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, this is a this is a PG uh, PG podcast. PG podcast. Uh, but anyway, so Final Fantasy Seven. Um, Tony Hawk. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. St- say no more. I need to <laughs> rethink mine because absolutely, I don't know what number you were about to say. No, the original one, but. Absolutely. Yeah. I I would argue two is better two, than one. Two is better because but... it brings in the manual, yeah. which is allows you to chain your, your combos. Yeah. Absolutely, Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, that was that was probably the most fun I had on the PlayStation was playing Tony Hawk. Again, I, that's a to me another Rushmore game. Yeah. That, um, that I, the Tony Hawk series on PlayStation just <laughs> did you just do the chef's kiss? Um, no, I did. Well, I did the mind blown and thing, and then I realized it's an audio medium, and no one knows. You know, uh, if if anybody listening out there doesn't already know, is that we have YouTube videos now. Um, so maybe well, you could not see our face, but yeah, you can listen to us. <laughs> but I was going to say maybe uh, maybe Scott organizes a. Uh, where you get to see our face one day. Anyways. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Nobody wants to see this. <laughs> the um so uh the third third one would probably You've got two bangers right out of the yeah, game. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't even argue, Mark. You're nailing it. Yeah. What's your last one? Um I, I'm really hoping you pull a Parasite Eve. No something real garbage out of it. No, here. I'm gonna pull some garbage out of it, but it's gonna be um it was a James Bond game. And it it was uh what was the the middle Pierce Brosnan film? Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes, that's what that's what that's what that was it. It was really? it was. Uh, now see, you did you you came through, you blew it. You didn't stick the landing. Uh, you know, <laughs> your takeoff was amazing. Your Final Fantasy, and then you're in the air, and you just 
you're doing like all kinds of flips and stuff with Tony Hawk, and then you come down and just break your legs with James Bond movie. Like, I mean, nobody's okay. perfect. Uh, but yeah. no, <laughs> the, the so, so that game was amazing to me. Like, I remember, and I got it for Christmas. And I think I've played that one, and it, I just remember my N64 friends had Goldeneye, and I'm like. What? I mean, <laughs> it was a third. We per- got this. Yeah. So this game was third person. Um, you play as Pierce Brosnan, and you know you essentially follow the movie storyline. Mm-hmm. And but to me, it was just oh, it, it was it was cool as a as a kid. I'm playing I'm playing as James Bond, and and I had the '64, and I had uh goldeneye it's just it was a different experience i don't think i had ever played yeah, a, a third person shooter before that game right yeah and i could see that because this is more of that cinematic where games kind of go yeah so another game uh so so let's just say we're doing a mount rushmore we already have final fantasy 7 and tony hawk 2 this is just mount rushmore sub- of original playstation a playstation 1 okay so I submit to you Metal Gear Solid. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and the reason I say that is because you kind of, with, with your bizarre choice of 007, <laughs> uh, the fact that it's a third-person game and it made me think of the more cinematic games today, Metal Gear Solid was like the first cinematic game where you felt like you were watching a movie. Yeah. Where it spanned two or three discs, and I remember finishing it, and just being like, wow, it's like watching a movie, but it's a video game. <laughs> I, it blew me away. Granted, I'm not what well, I would not call myself a fan of the series, but I'm a fan of the first game. It hasn't aged that well. It's yeah. kind of tough to go back to, yeah. in my opinion. But at the time, it was like, whoa. Well, no, I mean, it, it, it really introduced stealth gameplay. Um, yeah. From what from, yeah. It, from if my memory is correct and it's probably not i can't i mean the metal gear solid has or metal gear series has been around a while and it had stealth gameplay um but it wasn't like it it wasn't third you know it wasn't it was top down 2d yeah yeah um but so like to uh tomorrow never dies really whet my appetite for third person shooter uh games and i remember so did you play Siphon Filter at all? Yeah, I played Siphon Filter. I okay. played, um, obviously, Tomb Raider. I went back to Tomb Raider, even though Tomb Raider was the OG third third person shooter yeah. game on the on the PlayStation. But uh, I, I went back and I got that game. I got um, there was another game that I got it was third person shooter. I don't remember what it is. Um, but that I mean that's so Tomorrow Never Dies really has a nostalgia. Um, you know, place it, it has a place in my video game heart because mm-hmm. it it took me to a genre that you know I don't know what would have been my first foray into that into those type of games had I not played Tomorrow Never Dies, and I think I, the only reason I got the the game was because I was like so in love with Pierce Brosnan as James Bond and seeing those mm-hmm. James Bond movies when they came out. Um. I will say he's my James Bond, personally. <laughs> he, That's he, who I think of. Yeah, no, he is. He is the. I think he's the best. Like, this is off topic, but it'll correlate. Who Who's the best Bruce Wayne? 
Not Batman, I, I but Bruce Wayne. I hate that argument. No, but, no, no, no. But who's the best Bruce Wayne? Uh, probably Clooney. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, just from a, like, uh, I would have said Keaton, guy. but. Um, I mean, I guess my answer is going to be uh, Kevin Conroy for both. Because <laughs> Kevin Conroy's the best. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen Kevin Conroy in real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's not looking good. Um, the. Uh, no, but anyway, so the reason I say that is because when I think of James Bond. Um, you know, I didn't, um, who was the guy, who was the, the eighties James Bond? Um, which, well, there's Dalton. Dalton. That's it. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, Roger Moore is probably who you're thinking of though. No, Timothy Dalton. He only had two movies, right? Dalton. Who was the one who Dalton just had like license to kill. And I think one other maybe. Yeah, no, it was the short lived one. But, um, when, the when Pierce Brosnan started playing the character, he was just so super elegant. He was, he was. So real quick, dude, we'll get off of this topic, but real quick, I saw, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire before oh, yeah. he was ever James Bond, and he's in that movie, and I'm like, hey, they got James Bond, even though he wasn't James Bond yet. Right. It just somehow it, he's automatically James Bond. Yes, it's uh, the same guy. To me, he's so he's so he's so elegantly British. Um, he is he's just he can't throw a punch. No, he's he's not your action awesome. star, but he was no. And, but I take that back. In the nineties, Pierce Brosnan was an action star. Okay, all right, let's, we're done. Uh, yeah, let's wrap up 007 because uh, <laughs> all right, you know, this so, isn't Doss Wonder Movie House or whatever we called it. Um, <laughs> so we, you've got one. Wait, did you already do your top three? No, you did. You did. So yeah. we have one spot left on Mount Rushmore. We have Final Fantasy VII, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Metal Gear Solid. All right. So we're going to have a hard... We're going to have a battle here because I have a feeling you're going to say one one character. Oh, I'm not going to say Crash. Are you not? Like okay. his games... No, his games are great, but they are not... None of them to me are timeless. Right? Like, uh, they're... They're all great, fun platformers, but I don't go back to them like I do, you know, Mario 1, you know, Super Mario Bros or Mario 3 or, you know, I just, they're not that level to me. Um, All right. So who who, who would you Where else would we go? I I think I, my either, to me, it's, it's one of, it's one of two. Um, Okay. I'm listening. It's either Spyro or it's uh, Laura Croft. Um, I think either one of those uh, is because those both of those See, franchises no were ma- with Spyro were mainstays on the the original PlayStation. Um, they both had several games on the console. Um, both were you know both pioneered different uh, different uh, new ways of of storytelling and games and and gameplay options and um so anyway that that would be those i for your consideration i'm sure someone's gonna say specifically scott's gonna be like you didn't talk about this game that we played a whole lot when we were kids uh but i can't think of one i can't think of anything else that i 
I mean, as much as I don't like the series, Resident Evil was groundbreaking. Okay, yeah. Uh, but see, that wasn't that wasn't a like exclusive PlayStation One game. Well, neither was Tomb Raider. Oh, that's true. That is true. Wait, wait, oh, wait a minute. That was on PC. Oh, that uh, was on PC. Um, I don't. It wasn't on the sixty-four. I don't think. I'm trying to think of a game that I rented in that era, played it, and was like, "Oh my god!" Rayman, maybe. Ugh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, boy. <laughs> I, to me, I guess I would say Tekken Three. Uh, you just the perfect fighting game. Yeah, see, like, I wasn't, I didn't get into the big, I didn't get big into fighting games. Well, that's like Spyro for me. I just, I never, I've never played Spyro. I haven't played a Spyro game since, I think, PlayStation 2. Um, But, and I know they've had at least one Spyro game every console generation, but. um, Yeah, but they've been the Skylander. Like, I think the classic, uh, you know, uh, what's a third person mm-hmm. Spyro game yeah. began and ended on the PlayStation. Right. Uh, or I'm tempted to even pick a sports game like NHL 98 was great, but it's not. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think what would be, you know, like <sighs> Ridge Ridge Racer? Ridge Racer. Oh, I know. No. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo oh, 2. Oh yeah. Specifically because Gran Turismo and granted, I'm not a fan of the genre of sim racers anymore, but Gran Turismo was good. Gran Turismo 2 was amazing. The graphics were insane on those cars and the physics yeah. and the separation of the wheels from the cars, the way they moved independently. It wasn't like a car ice skating on a track. It had that suspension and the fact that you could have a, a, a collection of cars and customize them and put rims on them and have them look the way you wanted with the paint job and the color. I loved it. Now, granted, the Forza series, I think, is probably better now. But back then, that's all we had. And it was the first time we had like a a sim racer where you just had to drive not just fast, but well. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. That's uh, that is a solid choice. I don't know how you put a, a car on the mountain, but. Um, what? The, oh, the Rushmore. Yeah, you just put the GT logo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else gets their face. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean Ridge Racer was a was a launch game. I just looked it up. Um, I uh, I know that because one thing that Ridge Racer did that was dope is you put the disc in, and it would load everything from the disc into RAM. So you no longer needed the disc. So you could pop the disc out and put in a CD and it would play the music from the CD while you raced. Did it really? Yes. The first Ridge Racer. That blows my mind. Yeah, it was dope. And the thing was, is it played like it wasn't Galaga, but it was like a Galaga-esque game because the initial load time was a little long, but you played this Galaga game while it loaded everything into ram so once the game loaded there were no load times and you just played ridge racer and then you dropped in a cd it is dope it was evo- evolutionary <laughs> revolutionary revolutionary Both. the uh um do you ever play zero divide 
It's a fighting game. No. I never knew. I didn't either. It was a launch game, though. Um, Wipeout was I, a... I look... Yeah, Wipeout's decent. Um, I mean, to me, I look back at the PlayStation library, and there's a lot of bangers, right? Yeah. And then... But there's a lot of just garbage. Oh, yeah. A lot of the games, because it's this first generation of 3D that just don't age well, including, like, Metal Gear Solid to me, um, that... I, I've gone back like I in my late 20s, I went through a bit of a retro collecting phase mm-hmm. and I bought a bunch of Genesis games that I love. All of them are still good. The ones that were good are still good. And the ones that are were bad are still bad. But I started collecting for the PlayStation a little bit and none of them were really like, ah, this isn't as good as I remember. Like, you know, like Crash is still good. You know, Final Fantasy is still good. But. The, a lot of the ones that you'd rent on a weekend, and you'd be like, oh, that was fun. And then now you go back and play, it's like, ooh. <laughs> did, did you have the... Cause, so the PlayStation is the first console I bought with my own money. So the uh, first one we got had an uh, overheating issue or something. I don't remember, but apparently it was quite common. Where in order to get it to work, you put your disc in, you turned it on, and then you flip the console upside down. What? And then the game would run because there was some sort of weird issue. Now, my brother was technically savvy and still is. He cracked the case and like soldered something or whatever and got it working again. But then it eventually just died, died. And at that point, my brother was like all into the N64. He didn't care about anything else. And he was just like drinking the Kool-Aid. And I was like, what? I want to play my PlayStation game. So... I had a job at that point. I went out and I bought another one, and this one was mine. And uh, you know, so that's always going to be a special place in my heart for the the original PlayStation. Well, so there's another game that I I was tempted to put in my top three, but didn't. Was it Intelligence Cube? No. <laughs> now that's a good game. <laughs> no, it was Die Hard Trilogy, the game. Ooh. Did you yeah. ever play that? Did you, I, did you play oh, that? Oh, yeah. I liked that game a lot. Holy crap. It wasn't as good as Die Hard, the arcade game for the Sega Saturn, but it was still really good. What blew my mind is that, it you know, it was uh, three different games in one. Three um, genres. Right. Right. Every So it, it spanned all three movies, and, um, you know, when you play Die Hard, the original film, you play as a third-person shooter. You're playing as Bruce Willis uh, running through um, Nakatomi Plaza, um, and you're you're shooting you're shooting dudes, and you're you're trying to rescue hostages and all that. It was great. And then Die Hard Two, Die Harder. It was like Virtual Cop. Well, it was on it was on rails. Um, yeah, it was like like a Virtual Cop on rails. Yeah, so it, was uh, that it, was, it was a th- arcade light gun yeah. shooter. Yeah, um, and you know. And, and that was really great. It took took place in, in, exclusively in the airport. Um, you know, dudes are popping up from behind, you know, luggage and <laughs> behind escalators and whatnot. Anyways, it was great. And then Die Hard with a Vengeance, it's a driving game. Um, yeah. And you're you're in a taxi cab, and you you have to you have to get to uh, the bomb. Uh, there's bombs all around the city. You have to get to the bombs before they blow up. And uh, it's like know, crazy taxi. Yeah, but a little more grounded. Yeah, it was. 
It was fantastic. It was a fantastic I, PlayStation. That, I agree. I think that's one that I rented and really loved. Now, it might be one of those games if I go back to, I'll be like, Ugh. Oh, right. <laughs> right. But I can't, you can't deny the ambition <laughs> to essentially make three games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would put Mortal Kombat Trilogy yeah. on this list uh, because that is, to me, of classic Mortal Kombat games. That's the one to get. It has all the characters. It has the uh, the fighting engine from three, which is to me uh, pinnacle of Mortal Kombat. Um, that that that's one of my favorites too. I remember like going to trade it in for some reason because my brain. When you're a kid, you don't have money, right? So you trade in your games to at the time for me was a, a store called Rhino Video Games. Oh yeah, and I rode my bike from one end of town to the other to trade it in. And I got there and the disc wasn't in the jewel case. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. But at the end of the day though, I really probably shouldn't have traded it. <laughs> it's a great game. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can't think of any others. I mean, I'm sure I loved, uh, Oh, NBA in the zone, uh, specifically two was uh, a game changer for me as far as basketball games, a 3D basketball game. And I was playing as Masonics, and I could trade team like players to teams. And when you traded, like, let's say I traded to get, uh, you know, Anthony Hardaway from Orlando to Seattle, my favorite basketball team, he would have a jersey that said Hardaway on the back, but it was a Sonics jersey. And it blew my mind that the game <laughs> could do that. You know what I mean? I loved it. I, that that was that was me, but for like Madden ninety eight, maybe um, ninety eight was the first good Madden. Yeah, but ninety nine was the three D Madden, and that was uh, a game changer. It, I and I the only reason I play, you know, and it has a, a fond memory for me is that that was the first video game that I played, and I remember I didn't have Madden in, until it was either ninety eight or ninety nine. Um, 98 was uh, 3D fields with 2D sprites as the players. Yeah. And then 99 was fully rendered 3D players and fields. It, and it, might, it might have been 99 then. But um, I remember going into, it was either JCPenney's or Sears. Um, and in their electronics department, the they would have the demos of different games attached to the columns in the, in the store. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, you could sit there and you could play a full length game as the demo, uh, for all day. Um, it was like essentially free arcade. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, um, I remember in, um, my mom worked it's like a budget arcade almost. Right? <laughs> hey, uh, my, my mom was, um, she was manager of JC Penney's up in Jacksonville. At the time, and so I remember, I would, I would, I went to J.C. Penney's all the time, and, um, and that's what I would do, waiting on my mom to uh, get off work, and that, I mean, that that was my, and that so playing, and so I got the game, it had to be ninety nine then, um, and the I'm a big Jacksonville Jaguars fan, and so. Um, you know they they were coming off some really good years, and that was the first the game. Brunel years, yes, uh, the Fred Taylor years. Everybody, oh yeah. So, um, 
I got the game and I'm playing as as the Jaguars and and it was just it was it was fantastic. It was, I was now I want to say 99 was also the first one that had a franchise mode. So you could play multiple seasons. So you'd finish. So up until that point, people who don't play sports games, you could play one season and then that was it. And then if you wanted to play some more, you'd have to start a whole new season. So I played on 98, which I really loved. I played season after season. But in 99, when you finish your season, players retire. They get traded to other teams. You draft rookies and then you play another season and that was a game changer for me as a sports game fan yeah no that and that that was my um i didn't i didn't get into basketball games until later on in the in, in uh, nba in the zone man yeah me I, and my friend matt we used to just he was a bulls fan because of course he was it was the <laughs> 90s and i was a sonics fan because i don't sell out like that and uh we just played that game all the time yeah. The, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I love no, basketball it, games. It, um, I think I think I played NBA Jam on the original PlayStation, but to me it wasn't as fun. Nor maybe it was the 64 that I played it on. Anyways, uh, I didn't think the game was as fun as the arcade version. Um, and so I didn't... well, and by that point you were getting like NBA Showtime yeah. and these other versions of the same thing. Yeah. So it, it you know those sports games I didn't. Um, there was a baseball game in the PlayStation One life. Oh, uh, the EA series called Triple Play Baseball. Maybe and I know we're losing so many listeners because they don't <laughs> care about sports games, but it's called Triple Play Baseball, and it was fine. But the beautiful thing was it had fake ads, and if you anybody who knows me and has listened to Neo Retro Video Game Disco knows that I love a good fake ad, and they had one for Chork which was not quite chicken, not quite pork, it's chork. Uh, they had one for extreme doilies. Uh, it was awesome. All of today's action is sponsored by Kaleidoscope Eyes. The place for monogrammed contact lenses. Kaleidoscope Eyes. Yeah. It, so, I mean, those original sports games. Um, it's because I played baseball when I was a kid. Um, I played basketball. I played football in school. It... Uh, you know those those games really. You know, I was like, "Oh man, this is so great." Um, but I, 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 I'm pretty sure I played. My first experience with a sports game was on the PlayStation. If you don't count NBA Jam, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, I my first time was actually playing Madden on the Sega Genesis, and I didn't care about football back then. And my friend kicked the ball off to me, and I ran it back for a touch to back, uh, touchdown yeah. on the kickoff. And then I didn't score again the rest of the game. But, you know. <laughs> well, I think we're, we're good then. So what do we decide on? Our, our Mount Rushmore or PlayStation 1 games, we're going to go with uh, Final Fantasy VII, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Metal Gear Solid, and Grizz, Gran Turismo 2. Yeah, that's works uh, for me. I think that's a, a good collective group representation of the best franchises and games that were on the. Uh, yeah, the you OG. really came through with that Tony Hawk one. I can't believe I didn't even think about that because <laughs> Tony Hawk Two, I Bro, I, I put I in think so many hours I on forget, that game. I forget what the No FX uh, song, um, Tony Hawk, the game, the soundtrack, yeah, legendary man. I th- that might that might have 
set me up for my musical taste for life um yeah playing that game are you googling tony hawk soundtrack yeah all right so the uh the original game had the dead kennedys on it they had suicidal tendencies the suicide machines (laughs) good gracious (laughs) emo much Uh, oh yeah this is emo before emo was emo uh what what (laughs) this is emo before emo was emo Uh, okay um did you find that song because i want to stop it's it's uh i don't know it's there's no fx okay there's no no fx there's no no fx songs okay well it might be well, speedy. That's going to do it for this uh, week. We're we're this is a budget arcade. We uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com/budgetarcade, Twitter and Instagram at budget arcade. Check out our TikTok and our Twitch, both of which are a budget arcade podcast. Uh, music is provided to us by Stimage and you can find his music at metroidmetal.com. We got a YouTube channel now. We have a YouTube channel. Well, we've had a YouTube channel, but now if you prefer to listen to your podcasts on YouTube, you Which, can do so. YouTube.com slash uh, Budget Arcade. Well, apparently, according to YouTube, a lot of people do it. Really? Yeah. But why? I don't. Um, <laughs> but why? Because they're not familiar with podcasts <laughs> and how to access them, I guess. <laughs> okay, cool. Even though I think the medium is older than YouTube. So. Yeah. That... Anyway. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you later. Podcast Network.